with a cane pole in his hand. Like a pool of dreams sitting down by the stream that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. Coming in hot, as Beef said. But foam on the runway, we're coming in hot. <laughs> Welcome, what it's the Outdoor mean? Zone. You Lock. just got your headphones plugged in. You uh, just you, pulled yeah, into the bunkhouse. You're you're late. You no, know what that means? it just means you know, like when an airplane's coming in to uh, you know to the air to the runway and they spray <laughs> foam all over the it. Saying. I'm asking reality. Reality is, good morning, everybody. This is <laughs> TJ Grady. You are tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just a old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, live, 7 to 9 on the Outdoor Zone radio network, or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform. We are there for you. Uh, that is uploaded, hopefully, mostly, usually, every Monday morning for your listening pleasure during the week. Share us with your friends. Um, my name is TJ Graney. Yeah, they wake up. Yeah. Uh, in the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. Yes, and we need to speak about this because your diversion of the topic. Oh. It's not healthy, Mr. Craney. Well, Beefsteak is in the house. At least we're here. And Road Rash Diversion is the ranch hand. of the topic. Uh, ranch hand is the uh, Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, gets the old pot belly stove fired up, put a couple screws in the hinges on the old screen door, and some foil on the coat hanger that gets us uh, this signal out to you, the regulators. Our devoted listeners, and uh, we appreciate you very much as we prepare to go into archery season, deer, white-tailed deer, archery season here so in the Lone you, Star you're calling State. out the white-tail. You're going, beware, white-tail. We're just giving you a warning. They don't have to worry beware. about me, but they'll have to worry about some people. <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, uh, yeah, and so Cody Ryan is coming to us live from the farm. Um, and He's doing some uh, reporting from there, right? Is that what it is? No, I'm just coming to you live from the farm because we, uh, it's my daughter's third birthday today. Unbelievable. Unbelievable is right. Don Disco. Don Disco. (laughs) And and not only that, but it's, uh, we leave straight from here to go to my niece's dedication at church today. So we... I mean, literally, there's just not enough time in the day to come to the bunkhouse, come back out to the farm, get the family or whatever. You should have rode with TJ. He was driving fast enough to make up that time warp. Yeah. And so the diversion topic, uh, something you need to work with your counselor on, TJ. So... There it is again. Here we go. It's abundant in your life. We are going to show up at the uh, dedication of my granddaughter. It is. It is. First, it is uh, Sailor, uh, my three-year-old granddaughter, Mm. uh, who Mm -hmm. was fathered by Cody. (laughs) And uh, I like how you point that out. So no, but we went to we went to uh, Lagrange. We were in Lagrange, Texas, how, last how, night how, at a uh, uh, for her birthday party, and there was this. Uh, they have this where you can make signs, you know, or you. It's yeah. like a art class where you can go in painting, and make paint, painting, paint, paint little paint. signs and everything. And so all the family and kids and everybody were all, and we all had our own little signs, and it was really really cool um what was yours was nicole it a- my amazing daughter-in-law brought all the stuff to make sandwiches and chips and all that kind of stuff so it was really really cool and uh so we did that and then uh and then today is her actual birthday but we're all going to go to uh pflugerville texas to hux go to see huxley get dedicated by her mommy and daddy Huxley ryan Huxley, Huxley Ryan, Ryan. Oh, he had to get dedicated to her mommy and daddy for uh, that they will uh, raise her in a in a godly, loving church uh, family and uh, teach her to know Jesus. And so, anyway, it's a beautiful it's thing. A good start in life. Super excited. It really, it does help a lot. You know, I was over. Um, we were doing training uh, over for KOZ. And uh, we so were so kids outdoor zone. Yeah. You train train men in churches to mentor boys. Yes, and uh, man, there was it was so exciting. But uh, one of the what I was going to say is that um, when we were setting up, they had they're using the new building for first day academy, keeping it uh, keeping it open and running for people to use. And it was kids, you know, with, that are homeschooled. And they come in and they have a socialization type of thing and they get to uh, meet all together. And so it's it was really cool to see kids that were respectful, um, that wanted to be there, uh, were having fun, but they were pleasant. Do you know what I mean? They weren't disrespectful to the teachers. And I thought, wow, what a great start. Is that, that an oddity? Yeah, that is you? an oddity. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, because I live in Austin. 
Well, I, okay. you know, it was interesting. And I, and I deal with kids in our neighborhood, and I deal with all that stuff, and it is not normal. It's not normal. Yeah. Okay? You ought to move out to the country. Yeah, uh, you're so, doing something wrong in there. In uh, I can tell you that. Uh, I don't. I, I was talking to. to I I was, wanna, can I finish with that? Yeah. Okay. So last week I went to go pick up some stuff in Smithville, and uh, I, I scooted out during the week to go visit TJ and go pick up all the materials I needed for the training class. And I remember going out going, oh, my gosh, there's a, uh, wow, there's some guys on a motorcycle out during the week riding. Hmm. Don't have time for that. Hey, there's a guy on a boat with pulling his boat. Huh. Hey, there's a guy on a four-wheeler over there. <laughs> Don't have time for that either. <laughs> all the hey. things that you, and you said, all the things that I have that, that I, I don't get to use. Right. So we were rethinking my whole life, uh, Cody, last week. Good. Yeah. It's about time. It was. Uh, yeah. It's about time. It was interesting. We went. Uh, so Cody and I went with his friend Daryl and his son, Cash. Uh, they have cash a, money. Cash money. Cha-ching. They have a river boat. And so it's an oh, aluminum so boat cool. with a yeah. 105 horsepower motor on the back, but it doesn't have a prop. It sucks in water and shoots it out the jet back. Drive. Jet, jet drive, jet drive, jet drive. And it's not called a river. I mean, river a, boat makes it sound. When you say that, I, <laughs> you, we I were think gambling. it's like this big wooden paddle. the old river. Yeah, this old anyway, wooden paddle it's a, on the a back. River rat boat or whatever. But he was telling us about he was kids are moving into the school district out there in the country and he went and met with the superintendent and he was saying okay here's here's some of my my family rules the superintendent goes yeah we'll do that yeah that's that we're believing that yeah we're good with that one i also like that he was like uh, the superintendent was like and I do like to dove hunt on the river as well. <laughs> In a well, and he said, invitations. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, and just so you know, uh, Cash won't be at school on opening day of deer season. It's just, and he goes, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So what's so the me, problem hey, with that? What you're telling me is there's two different worlds here. Absolutely. The real and there's world. two different worlds there in Austin as well with McBride's guns. Uh, you've got our world, and then you've got the city. But you can the walk city. into McBride's and be in our world anytime. With the way right. society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. Yeah, that's McBride's guns. They're family-owned and operated full-service firearm dealer. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there on the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them. 512-472-3532 or check them on line at McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about bass fishing, and little eating, bass fishing news. And maybe eating some bass. And, uh, and following that, we got News of the Weird. We got uh, Game Warden Field Notes, all that and so much more in this Show Hot coffee. we call the yes. Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse this morning or 24-7-365 at com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. 
welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny, your host. Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Start your next adventure with the award-winning lineup of Jeeps. Start it with 0% financing for up to 72 months on select new Jeeps. Start it at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. And we've got the and we've got truckloads of new Jeeps here with more on the way. So if you want a new Jeep, we've got it during the Nile Maxwell Jeep Adventure Days. Your adventure starts now. Nile Maxwell Supercenter online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. All right, Cody. Tell us hey, about some you, fishing. I let you know I can see you up there. Uh I don't know if you can see me, but I can see you. You can't see me. Uh Rhea, right there you're pointing at me almost, <laughs> and your fingers getting closer and closer. Yeah, we got cameras in the bunkhouse now. Uh try and catch that raccoon. But um Speaking of, did you get your camera working on your cell phone for your deer? I was going to talk about that here in a little bit, but I now have game cam on cellular. And you know what was cool about it was I I couldn't get it to work on my phone. So my son in law, CJ, the he's just mad about hunting and just a the crazy about it not mad in a not bad in a bad way oh he's gosh no he's nuts just away. yeah he's just he loves it so uh but he has the app for the uh spy cam mm-hmm. uh yeah. cell phone cameras and i bought one he helped me set it up but he put it on his account which is an unlimited and so <laughs> i put it out and now him and i share he can look at my camera i can look Aww. at his it's kind of like this father son in law kind of moment thing. Yeah. But I'm getting pictures from my camera. I got them all night long, and they're oh, oh, three o'clock in the morning. So, it's so cool, man. <laughs> Does it alert you uh, when you get them? Or? It, well, you can set it up where it will, but I don't have it set up that way. I just can flip. Do through not it. set it up that no, way. Three no, o'clock in the I'm morning. Getting, no, mm-hmm. yeah, my last photos. Well, I should be getting some here any minute now because uh, sun cedar went off, and we'll get that that group of three 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 uh three boys that are going to show up on the for the morning uh golden nugget break for <laughs> those bachelors yeah i got a little bachelor group of bucks that comes in i got one deer that's showing up that's got some width to it because we have antler restrictions out there mm. so i gotta I, i'm just gonna kill one deer so i just gotta figure out which one it is and then i'll then I'll know which ones. And then I, I saw a, uh, I saw the camera went off a couple of times without deer in it, and I noticed way in the distance there was something black. Oh, a feral And then hawk. I looked at what time it was, and it was 9.40 at night, and that's when I went out and closed the gate, and that was a dog. Oh, I thought it was you. My I dog you ran out there. No. That's funny. So I'm telling uh, you, in the love fishing them. world. Love them. Yeah. Fishing world, uh, swinging around to fishing. Um, it's a little slowed down in the Bassmaster Elite Series and Major League Fishing. The the Elite Series is done for the year. Major League Fishing, uh, the Pro Circuit and all that's done for the year. But we still have two Bassmaster Opens left this year. I've got two more TTO Pro Team tournaments left for the year and... I have the very last National Professional Fishing League tournament for the year. So 
I've got five major events left. When's the NPFL championship? Is that like January? Well, the championship's in October. I'm not going to make it this year. Uh, This the tournament before last in Tennessee really, uh, I mean, took me out of any opportunity to make it. So uh, they are only taking the top 25 anglers from Mm. a field of 125. Uh, The top 25 anglers to the championship. Um, I, I fell out after the terrible finish I had in Tennessee this year. But uh, anyway, I am leaving this Wednesday in three days, I'm leaving. I'm driving to Texarkana to pick up my boat. I'm leaving uh, Texarkana to head back down to Palestine in Tyler, Texas, Lake Palestine in Tyler, Texas. I've got a, a four days there. And then I leave directly from there. And actually, if I don't do well on the first day of the tournament on Palestine, I'll be leaving early and driving up for the first day of practice for the last and final NPFL National Professional Fishing League. The old Keystone Bank boat will be making a haul up to uh, Grand Lake of the Cherokees in Oklahoma, just in that northeast corner, you know, right there next to Arkansas and that whole area. And uh, a, a famed tournament lake, but an absolutely, it's just going to be tough. It's going to be brutal. There's lots of fishing that goes on out of there, out of the same place. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be a very, very, very tough event. Immediately following that, there's a, a big bass event, and then uh, the Bassmaster opens, comes back, and fishes Grand Lake of the Cherokees a week, two weeks later. So, um, major events going on back to back, uh, to back to back to back to back on Grand Lake of the Cherokees. It's going to be a very, very, very tough event, but, uh, or events, uh, but anyway, uh, I'll be leaving there directly from there and driving to Alabama to fish the makeup event from the Bassmaster Opens that's happening there on, oh, I can't remember the lake, um, whatever it is, uh, that we're fishing there in Alabama. And, uh, I'll give you well, updates I can of that see as where, I go. I can see where you start cramming five tournaments in oh, six Lewis weeks. Lewis Smith. Yeah. Lewis Smith Lake, uh, in Alabama. So then I come back for four days. And I leave again. And that's when I go back up to Grand Lake of the Cherokees for the Bassmaster Open and fish it. Uh, and then I come home for a few days and we end it with the TTO protein tournament in at Lake, Lake Sam Rayburn the second week of November, which is good because they left that first week of November open free of events. So it's just weird to have tournaments this late, this long, uh, to have that many events left in the year, but um, excited to have tournaments to fish. You know, I've got only had 12 tournaments this year, all major events. I haven't fished any little events other than, you know, having to come down there to Bass Drop every now and then and beat you boys. But oh, um, that's, I mean, that's just. You wait till next easy, year. We got you know. secrets. We got plans. 
We got yeah, a whole bunch of secret. Follow Cody Ryan and <laughs> oh, hey. fish where he was. No, we're already playing. That's Man. pretty much what happened. Pretty much. Our year happened. is two two. 2022. That's our year. Yeah, we yeah. got we, two we two. Got this whole thing. Two guys in a boat wearing tutus. <laughs> oh, I get it. So it'll be cute. I, I'm not concerned about any of the, you know, problems that you foresee in our future about <laughs> bass fishing, the tournament trail, and the bass drop lake chain. Uh, we are going to step into it wide open, and we're not afraid of it. Oh That's right. Uh, but we are going to start keeping some of our fish, and we're going to eat them just for because that's what we're going to do and if and if we catch what how many fish we catch five five fish limit that's the limit yeah I'll yeah just, we'll say that's the limit right so we're just going to keep all the ones that are that are yeah, you better check it it's a slot like there you know what that means right yeah we're going to keep the ones that are in the legal slot that says we can eat them and there you go and if you don't have your ruler you just use a your your shoe that's and right. That's not Her legal, though. That you will, you will get a ticket for that. Eh. Yeah, uh, did I we? I don't think so. Did we? We measured your foot, right? Right. I mean, thirteen is thirteen. That's all there is. That's to right. It. So I'm going to need your TX go. numbers on the side of your boat. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, and if you before Cody rolls out, he always makes sure he goes to the Sun Automotive. At some point, everybody's got to get your car looked at, your truck looked at, need an oil change, need your uh, need it tuned up. Yeah, there is such a thing. Need your filters changed, need the transmission checked. Everybody at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. They got locations all around Central Texas. 405 West Slaughter Lanes, our little family location. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. Over at 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown. Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook. Track them at sunautoservice.com. Sunautoservice.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. Yeah, Redneck, White Trash, Blue Collar. That's right. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant is the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Man, if you're... I'm on their Facebook feed, and uh, once, twice, two, three, four times a week, they're putting on these new um, plates of food that they're serving. Food porn. Oh, oh sorry. goodness oh, gracious. It's beautiful stuff. They have the uh, finest selection of oysters, pet-friendly patio, live music every night. They are absolutely on their own holding up the live music capital of the world mantra for the Austin area. Rick Wahlberg, Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore, located at Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go to ShoreATX.com to get in on the 
on the menu and the live music calendar. Shoreatx.com. Sure, Raw Bar and Grill. Go get you some. Now, now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Florida deputies chased down a runaway boat off a popular beach. This is something that you would you kind of think about a little bit, but uh, it doesn't seem like it could happen, and then it does. Sheriff deputies in Florida said it took some teamwork by land, air, and sea to stop a runaway boat off the coast of the popular beach in Florida. Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that deputies responded to calls about a a subject in the water off a off past a grill beach and then they arrived to find a man had been thrown from his boat about a half mile from shore and the vehicle was now speeding through the water without any occupants deputies were able to safely bring the man back to shore and set about using teamwork by land air and sea to secure the boat utilizing their training Marine deputies were able to match the speed of the runaway vessel, board it, and regain control. (laughs) The sheriff's office said that the incident should serve as a reminder to wear a flotation device while boating and utilize a cutoff switch or kill cord to ensure the boat's engine stops when the driver is thrown overboard. I know that's a law now, right, Cody? It is. In Texas, you are required... To wear a kill switch should you be driving the boat. Man, that's the a deal. Tough, is tough I don't see remember. a lot of shirtless dudes uh, <laughs> in their wakeboard boats wearing kill switches. Maybe they're wearing them on their ankle or something. I don't know. I I don't know that that law's gotten a whole lot of attention. But uh, be anxious to find out the stats of how many tickets or warnings at least were given out to boaters this year after that went into effect that you are, I believe, required to. Now, don't take us as a source for your laws, rules, and laws, um, but I believe it's Although that would be a very interesting thing to find out what the um, when these new laws come into place like that, what right. the um, well, they're typically response we'll give a bunch by of- law enforcement bunch of warnings at first that's what they do I yeah mean, yeah we'll, we'll be it'll be interesting but if to you're see on, if that is taking place if you're on the water if you're on the water a lot you're probably I more apt to see that and i can see what cody's talking about you know you get a bunch of guys on a on a public lake where they're just zooming around pulling if you didn't happen to see that news story and you don't keep up with that kind of stuff or you don't look for that kind of stuff. How are you going to know that information? You know, they sure are pushing, you know, they painted all over the parking lots and put up signs all over the parking lots about uh, muscles, uh, zebra muscles and things like that at our lakes. Why, you know, I just think the safety portion of the kill switch life jacket stuff is 
is very important. Then our old I, buddy Kevin Fowler did a uh, yeah a heard campaign the, for him for a I while. Heard, I heard the song this morning. Yeah, did you? Yeah, he yeah. was singing about about boat safety. We're not all waterproof. So, didn't that sound just okay. like okay? <laughs> Firefighters in Colorado rescued a dog trapped in the tall reeds of the lake in the morning after re- rescuing three people who unsuccessfully attempted to reach the canine. The Pueblo Fire Department said rescue crews were dispatched to Lake Minicua on Wednesday evening to rescue three adults who became stuck in the lake while searching for the recently adopted dog that fled from their nearby apartment. The people were not injured, and firefighters returned Thursday morning to search for the dog, Buddy, who was located stuck in a thick in thick reeds on the opposite side of the lake. Buddy was safely rescued from the reeds and brush reeds and brush in an operation involving multiple crews the canine was reunited with his family something doesn't make sense on that right well which part is that uh about three adults who became stuck in the lake and had to be rescued how how? i mean what did they walk in did they swim in did they float you do a couple of bong hits in colorado and you could end up anywhere and then the dogs in the there must have been heavy reeds along the bank. Bro, you're yeah. stuck. Let me see if I get stuck, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna follow you right in and Here. like take the same path, and we'll see if I get stuck too, bro. Okay. Hook this kill switch to your belt. There you go. Now Dude, you're safe. I can't believe both of you got stuck, bro. Let me see if because I have these shoes on, different, totally different shoes. If I get stuck in the mud too, okay. I don't understand where. Where they got stuck that they had to be rescued. Like, how could they uh, not get out? That's what we're talking Dude, about. have you ever I got mean, into a... Have you ever... I mean, I've seen my three-year-old stuck in some pretty serious mud. Well, when you don't just, want your shoes to come out, you're like, I like those shoes. I don't want to... Yeah, these I, guys I are worried about losing their forever. vans, their vans, tennis shoes in the mud. <laughs> that is the worst, though. That, that's when you profiling. Get, <laughs> when you get your boot stuck or a shoe stuck that deep and you're like i can pull my foot out but then what do i do and you look like and a that, crane on one leg and what is the situation up. with the dog the newly adopted dog running away from them and and then it says that it was brought back happily reunited well that could be relative you you might want to ask the dog what he thinks about being reunited. <laughs> why, why, with why did he run away in the first place? Probably a reason. And here's your dog, and he's full of mud. Here you go. Got to clean him up. And now, the next thing is, they probably ought to have them send them a little invoice for all that they. Oh, absolutely. Had to there go through to rescue these. A stupidity invoice. Yes, or if if you didn't have three, if you didn't have three humans stuck in the mud, then no invoice, right? My opinion. But you've got three humans. Like number one should have been a deterrent for the second person, and then really the second person there should have never been a third person. What if there's so, photos? I didn't see any photos on this story. I, I just hey, think here's an interesting. Did y'all hear about this? I have to bring it up. Uh, about they were searching uh, a search at the Grand Canyon. They were searching for a missing man at the Grand Canyon. 
um, and and then discovered the remains of another person? No. You know, yeah, it were, is they amazing found the remains how many... of another person believed to be Scott Walsh, yeah, uh, he... who was last seen stepping off a shuttle bus at the park's south rim in 2015. And he got stuck in yeah. the mud. Well, we've and... reported uh, we've reported on these uh, because sometimes they'll get caught up in the river and they'll get sucked under and spit out later. Other times they just get disoriented from the heat and lost in the hike while hiking. The Grand Canyon has eaten up several people this year, and I and I don't mean that in a insensitive way, um, but hiking and the trails and that stuff, the, nature will eat you up if you go unprepared. Just wander off into the reeds sometime in Colorado, you'll see. Going, hey buddy, hey buddy, and then you hear a big. And that sound is the sound of the new Honda Summer Sales Event. One Honda Adventure leads to another in a new Honda. So, go get you some best deals of the season. Head to your Central Texas Honda dealers today. Our Central Texas Honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from. And one of the friendly employees will make sure you drive Home the right vehicle. Don't be envious. Find your perfect vehicle and save during the Texas Honda Summer Clearance Event. Visit one of the Central Texas Honda dealers at First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos. Or you can always simply go online to CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. All right, coming up next. Game Warden Field Notes, and hey, there's some landowners catching people on their property digging for arrowheads. We got all that and more when we come back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, only one place. Sunday morning, 7 to 9 live, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the number one outdoor show on radio. I'm TJ Granny, your host. We are live in the bunkhouse, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You want to make sure you share us on all your uh, with all your friends on the podcast platform of your choice your final days to save like a pro with the best deals at nile maxwell gmc so trade up and cool off in a new gmc in a 2021 sierra yukon acadia terrain or if you can't find the gmc uh you want we'll find it for you at nile maxwell gmc.com at nile maxwell gmc Exit 256 in Round Rock, or check them out online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details, because we are professional grade. All right, now we're going to do our Game Warden Field Notes segment. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. 
What's my age again? Why isn't Jack County game warden? I can't count. Oh, I was sorry. I was going to say I can't count that high. Why is in Jack County game wardens observe a male subject who appeared to have passed out on a pontoon boat? His, his legs were hanging from the passenger compartment near the engine while the vessel was underway. But at least the he had war- his kill switch. The on. warden stopped the boat and determined the subject was underage and highly intoxicated. Other miners on the boat also admitted to consuming alcohol knowing underage occupants were consuming it one subject was placed under arrest for public intoxication another arrested for purchasing furnishing alcohol to a minor citations for minors in consumption of alcohol uh were issued to the occupants who had a detectable amount of alcohol in their system well there you go what do you think should it be a designated driver if you're always out if you're out on a boat, I got people like to have fun. You know, they like to. It's all. It's the same have, as. It's the same as anywhere. It's always been. There's, same as driving. Needs, yeah, needs to be a designated a driver. And 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 the Jack Lake who was giving these kids alcohol, he needs to just go to jail for a while and sit there. Max. Well, it's like it's like guaranteed these kids can be thirty 19 days, and the dude's twenty one. Just turned twenty one. So he needs Doesn't to go mean. to jail for a month without any. Just some time so he without can, a cell phone, with, so he can percolate oh, no. on what he when did. When you're 21 versus when you're 19, your responsibility level there's not a lot of change there, unless something major happens in your life, like a a career. <laughs> and Play stupid games, do. win stupid prizes. Yeah, but they Bell had County a boat. game wardens were contacted by a local landowner agent who was on the property hunting hogs when he came across a male individual digging for arrowheads without the landowner's permission. Wardens arrived on the scene and discovered an eight-foot hole the subject had dug and several artifacts. The wardens on public land. No, on a private piece of property. Okay. The wardens the arrived on scene and discovered an eight-foot hole the subject had dug and several artifacts. The wardens arrested the digger. The suspect had a lengthy criminal history and had recently been released from the penitentiary. He was charged with antiquities, code violations, criminal trespass, and criminal mischief. Cases are pending. Well, I guess he'll be going back to the big house. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. So he was hunting on somebody else's property? The local landowner's agent who was on the property hunting hogs. So, Oh, it, right. I got it now. I and got he it came now. upon so, somebody on the landowner's property. I got it. I got it. I got hey, it. Hey, so what was the story now? What were the details on that Uh body found in the grand canyon oh man i got rid of that story because well it's always some older person i mean i'm I'm thinking about an older person that goes off on the on a hike no not not no 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 no. so what uh anyway they were looking here we they were looking for somebody else right that had gone missing and in the while searching for somebody else, uh, while searching for Gabor Bersgizgi Tomskanani, uh, yeah. that's probably pronounced 
pronounced incorrectly. Uh, uh, no, they, it sounded right to me. They, uh, which, uh, no, that's who they, oh, yeah, that's who they found. And the last time anybody had seen him was stepping off the shuttle bus at the park's south rim in 2015. Does it say how old he was? Uh, 59, 62. So my no, age. I'm just kidding. I just made that up because of your age. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, that the grand I was doing the math. If you couldn't tell, 59, 50, 60, carry the one, divide by two. <laughs> Not double. Well, I'm proud you know of the, you that the, you got the math. The Grand right. Canyon does have some cool stuff for hikes, you know, and they, if you, they were telling me that you can take a river ride, you know, through the Grand Canyon. And you have to pack through it. I mean, it's multi-day. It's like a I, week long. I was watching a video, a Netflix uh, documentary on a guy who is a kayaker. And he his goal was, and he's from the early ages of when kayaking really kicked off and him and his buddies were doing the hardest and the, traveled the world. There was four rivers in like South America that were or the Andes, or no, it was like Pakistan or somewhere. And there was these four rivers coming off a glacier, and they were trying to do all four of them. And he ended up getting cancer. But it was just, it, it was this crazy story about kind of the beginning of kayaking becoming this amazing thing that people do, you know, this extreme sport. And it talked a lot about, um, uh, it, it, it's going along everything's cool and these guys are getting all these accolades and then all of a sudden a couple of them drown they go through some stuff and they don't come out of it Hmm. or they get their heads get hit you know against something and they're wearing helmets they're doing everything right but in uh it was just really interesting to watch that, and I, and I follow climbing as well, you know, and and uh, climbing and the different accidents and the different people who are you know world class climbers, who there's accidents that happen and they get hurt. And I, even last year, I remember there was a couple of uh, boating accidents during bass tournaments. Where yeah. guys got hurt or were killed from the boat, yeah, yeah, done, and done so you know these things. As much as we goof around and talk about stuff, there is a, an extreme element to boating, hiking, where you really need to be aware of what you're doing and aware of what's around you. And uh, well, hiking alone, I mean, come on, you know, you got to have. Well, there's a lot of people who do it, but. You got to understand what you're doing. You just also need to you got to understand when you have a ranch or a farm that there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. That's why we use our friends at FarmRanchStore.com from handling equipment, and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas. We're proud to offer you top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Go see our friends, farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. 
All right, coming up next, hey, we're going to take a quick break, but on the flip side, we're going to talk about bow hunting and the top five reasons we don't get our deer, why we miss our deer for bow hunting. So uh, are you part of that club? Join us on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you told me everybody misses one. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Rod Babers and Kevin Dunn. Well, I don't sleep like you. Yeah. You enjoy sleep. I, I love sleep. Sleep is overrated to me. Oh, it's so great. You got plenty of time for that, man. Stin the legs. Plenty of time for that when you're old and you're dead. You, you did it a lot when we you were. We are old, you Rod. Did it a lot we're when almost you, dead. You did it a lot when you were a baby and you did it in school <laughs> at nap time. When you're prime, it's overrated. When you're old, it's not. And when you're young, it's not. Now, it's overrated. Here's the thing, though. You when got I, better things to do, and you know it. Weekdays 3 to 7 on the horn. Folks, there's good, and then there's mighty fine. And I'm talking about mighty fine burgers, fries, and shakes. Well, they've been an Austin tradition since 2007, and they're all about quality. Of course, everybody has their favorite. I get the classic Texas burger most of the time. Fries, always hot and fresh. I'm excited because they've got the burger and shake of the month, the chicken bacon ranch burger and the peach cobbler shake. You know they're going to be mighty fine. You can always find me at the mighty fine Brody location. If you do see me, do say hello. Find their full menu at mightyfineburgers.com. The Longhorns back at DKR this weekend. Opening conference play with Texas Tech. So you know what that means. Rod Babers and I will be out at the Texas Tail Garden broadcasting from Sagarundi Hall. Be sure to come by. Say hi. Grab a Bud Light. Watch some games and hear all of our thoughts on the Longhorns and the college football Saturday. It's the Texas Tail Garden at the corner of 17th and San Jack. In the fall calendar littered with great Bud Light opportunities. MotoGP at Circuit of the Americas is coming early October. F1. Two weekends of the Austin City Limits Music Festival. And of course, college and pro football. Do it like I do with an ice cold Bud Light. The world's favorite light beer. Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code LOVE for a 25 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code LOVE. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code LOVE. That's L-O-V-E. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan for my good friend Ernie Hatton, best realtor in Austin, hands down. And Austin's real estate market has been nuts this year. We know that. Bidding wars, houses going for 100 k over asking and more. We've seen it all. And like Ernie Hatton said it would, though, back in the middle of the summer, the market's come back to earth a little bit. I had a good conversation with Ernie Hatton just the other day. He wants you to know that even though the market has cooled down, you can still get that stupid money, as we call it, uh, that I'd sell my house if someone was crazy enough to give me this much number. Yep, those buy 
fires are still out there, and it's not just shooting ducks in a barrel like it was in the middle of the summer, but it's still there. And that's why you really need Austin's Best working for you. That's Ernie Hatton. He knows how to sniff out the best buyers, individuals, private investors, and even the robotic online corporate investors. Ernie's going to negotiate top dollar with all of them. The stupid money for your house, that life-changing, game-changing money is still out there, but now more than ever, you need the pro on your side. That's Ernie Hatton. He's a great friend of mine, helped us on two occasions. Incredible deals. All you got to do is call Ernie or text him on his cell phone, 512-507-5142. That's 507-5142. Online at ErnieHatton.com. From the UBO Business Services Studios, you're listening to KTXX FM and HD1 BK, KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. of the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind, we're going up around the bend. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. Sitting in with me is Cody Ryan. And Cody Ryan? Yes. Yes. And um, I was going to start doing his intro for him. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the old potbelly stove gets fired up and uh, gate gets open. All the technical details. And you are the regulators. The reason why we come in and hang out you know just if you ever wondered what this show was about (laughs) how does this show work it is it is just a bunch of guys sitting around the hunt camp around base camp and just talking just like we would if you were over here with us right now we'd be having these same conversations on these same topics just listening and in, it would be right? the same on the deer camp so, fireside stories and i would be telling you about mcbride's guns probably obviously. with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns it's imperative we support our local gun shops folks listen to me it's imperative now's the time 
There's no better time. We trust our uh, constitutional rights to McBride's Guns. They're family-owned and operated. they got a full-service firearm dealer. Uh, they can order pieces, parts, guns, ammo that you need. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, one of those Austin staples right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, mcbridesguns.com, because McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. All right, so <clears throat> topic is coming up here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to have a uh, the the beginning of whitetail deer season here in the state of Texas. Now yes. there is some there are some guys already. I was at the airport last week and saw some guys coming back from first season elk hunt. Um, there is deer season in some places. There is some some deer hunting going on already and some elk hunting there's some but for me for us here in the bunkhouse for us guys we have kind of got it pegged that september october 1st first weekend in october uh is it first weekend in october or october 1st somebody check that for me uh we are going to begin archery season October 1st it's that means being ready for it um so I got my game camera up I'm watching my deer I'm kind of picking out okay what am I going to do I got I got all that stuff in place today oh man but so there are some things found this great article uh our info wizard sent in that was five reasons bow hunters miss deer and i was trying to place myself into each one of these categories and where i am at right now today on uh being prepared for shooting a deer with my bow opening day practice and practice is one of them but the first one that i really recognized was failure to aim so I have, on several occasions, it has been, uh, I go to shoot, and I I forget some element. I'm so nervous. I'm so excited. The adrenaline's running. The, uh, the excitement is there, and I don't put my hand on my face exactly right. I don't look through the peep. I, uh, for, there's something that I do that this takes was, my aim off. It's this called, was drilled into me the very first time in my early teens. This one uh, became a big deal for me, so it's not as big of a deal now for me. But the failure to aim, I shot at my very first deer with the bow and never looked through the peep sight. I had the pin on the deer and for whatever reason, never looked through the peep sight. Yep. And so obviously they didn't line up and I missed the deer and that was drawn. I, I vividly remember that now every time I pick up my bow, uh, I mean, it's just become drilled into my head, but I 100% see that happening. Yes. So it's not about really missing, it's about not aiming. 
it's not lining that is up. a Homey reason you elements. would miss if you didn't yeah. aim. yes no I, what what i you know a focusing on the aim is what i'm saying you know it's where a secret, it's a it's a sequence of events in my mind right it's a sequence of events of, that you have to go through and if you miss one of the steps of the sequence then it's like trying to two-step and only taking two steps. So the first That's step... not really how the two-step goes. So it's the really first step steps. is deciding when you're going to pull up and pull back the bow. The second step in that aiming process... Well, we're just talking mind, about... Right, we're just I, talking... But, about, I know, but the, the second step is then picking out the spot you want to shoot at. I mean, like picking the exact spot. Like, am I going to shoot... I'm up a little bit higher in a tree so i've got to shoot just a hair under you know right at the bottom of the uh, of the uh, armpit here uh when i'm at 20 away okay i've got my spot picked now i need to aim at that spot and that's all you worry about right well i, I again and it, it, gets it turns out to be a mechanical move if you're but I, i'm with cody my m- the experience that i refer to was the time that I pulled back and didn't look through my peep and I just got so excited or or I'm I'm not really picking out a spot like you're talking about. I'm not really picking out that spot. Failure to launch is another one. And that really kind of goes back to what kind of release do you have? What kind of release are you using? Are you comfortable with the release that you're using on your bow? And uh, I've had the same release for since I started bow hunting. It's the exact same one, Me and too. I'm and I'm Me very too. comfortable with it. It fits my hand, um, but I, I I I'm I feel confident with it, and it works for I, me with your quick release. Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying? Yep. That is. Yeah, that, I don't that think is, I've ever had any mechanical issues with mine. Uh, it's all been, you know, if it's all been user error, if so, there has been, I think issues. that's where the quick release where you got to, where practice helps a lot is getting used yeah. to the quick release and how quickly, you know, how, how to, where it is. Don't be surprised that you can't like find it on your, where your finger is. Do you rest on it all the time when you're pulling back? No. See, do your so your fingers up a little bit, right? Or it's in no. back. A lot fingers of people put it, it behind it, safety. pushing it forward, right? Yeah, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. It's a safety mechanism. So that's a good the, tip. That's a good tip. There's so we're wrong with we're that. talking about um, top five reasons why bow hunters miss or fail to connect. Um, another one is failure to plan and. I see that as that one's really an easy one to to uh, to log in. So you mean like threading the needle through? If they come out here, uh, can I get through those branches? If they are moving in this way, then where am I going to shoot? Or what's my life? Or have you sat in your blind? Have you sat in your tripod? Uh, and trimmed the branches in case they're to the left or in case they're on the front or the back. or. Uh, but we'll continue this conversation.